you're not familiar with Brother Adams. Most of us are, but this is a man of God. You can rest easy tonight that what you hear tonight is the word of the Lord, and it is straight from heaven. So we trust the man of God today, and I'm thankful that he's here. Why don't you help me welcome him to the pulpit as he comes? Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord with you. And um, it's an absolute honor to be here. And I give honor to your pastor and his wife. And um, I'm honored to be here other than the fact that Brother Fondo reminded me before service that Brother Hughes was here last weekend, this past weekend. And then he said Brother Bourne was here. Whew. No pressure. <laughs> Amen. But I am glad to be here in the house of the Lord with you and uh, so thankful for what the Lord is doing here. I feel the presence of the Lord here um, tonight. Amen. So thankful for what I feel. Uh, I will tell you something funny that happened and we'll read a verse of scripture and you can be seated in just a moment. But uh, uh, this past weekend we were preaching somewhere that's very familiar with the uh, Benoit family. So I walked in the back door of the church and um, I'll, this was before service, and I walked down to the front, and I'm, I'm getting, trying to get to the pastor, and she stopped, a lady stops me, she says, hey, she says, hey, she says, I don't mean any disrespect to your pastor, because you'll understand here in a minute. She says, hey, hey, do you know Scotty Benoit? I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, I do. I said, I, I do. And she said, well, you look just like him when you walked in the back door. And I thought, well, what a compliment to him. And, uh. <laughs> and then <laughs> after after service another lady comes up to me and she says uh, she says hey hey she says you know who you look like I said no I said who she says Derek I said oh okay alright and then another guy he comes up as this lady's talking to me she, he says hey hey do you know who you look like I'm like oh my I guess brother CJ I don't know I don't know <laughs> he says he says, you, you look just like the guy off KLPC. The weather, I don't know what they were doing at that church. I looked like everybody. I left that church. I didn't know who I was when I was pulling out of the parking lot. <laughs> I had to check my license on the way home, make sure I was the right person driving the car. Amen. But I'm glad to be here with you tonight. So thankful for the presence of the Lord. So thankful for the friendship of your pastor. He is such a voice in my life and so thankful for him. Matthew chapter 15 is where we're going to go for a few minutes. Matthew chapter 15. And um, we'll read verses 22 um, through 28. But I will try to read through them quickly. We might kind of skip through them a little bit to get where we want to go tonight. This is the story. It's a woman of Cana that's come to Jesus. And verse 22 says, Cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Verse 23 says that Jesus does not answer her a word. Then the Bible says that the disciples come to Jesus and say, Send her away, she crieth after us. Verse 24, then he answered and said, I am not sent unto the lost sheep, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The Bible says then she comes again and she worships him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Verse 27, and of course you know the story. She says, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. 
Verse 28 is what I want us to look at tonight. Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. And I want to talk to you tonight, preach to you tonight, just from this simple thought, great faith. Great faith. This is what Jesus says about this lady's faith. He says, O woman, great is thy faith. I want to have great faith. And Jesus says of this woman, your faith is great. So I want us to look for a few minutes tonight at her and see what is it that made her faith great because I want to have great faith. Would you lift your hands to the Lord one more time before you're seated? Lord, I love you. I thank you for your word, Jesus. I thank you for the opportunity to be in your house. I thank you for the opportunity to look at your word, to study your word, Jesus. I pray that you would help us tonight to receive what we need from you, Lord. I pray that your strength and your power would be in this place. Lord, do what you want to do. Lord, I pray, Lord, you anoint us tonight to receive your anointed word, Lord. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you give the Lord a big hand clap of praise? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, we worship you. We praise you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify you, great God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, great God. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Amen. What a wonderful presence of the Lord is here tonight. Amen. So thankful for his spirit that I feel here in this place tonight. This story to us tonight is very familiar. Um, if you've been around the church anytime, you've no doubt uh, had this lesson taught to you in Sunday school. You've heard it preached from, uh, from every different direction and every different angle. And uh, I don't claim tonight to have some big new revelation, uh, but I do want to focus on something. This woman has come to Jesus. She comes to Jesus with her need. She cries out to him, says, Jesus, thou son of David, O Lord, thou son of David, uh, my daughter's grievously vexed with the devil. Would you please have mercy on me? Uh, I don't know if maybe because she is a Gentile, she is trying to sound like she uh, is a Jew by saying, Thou son of David. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but I do see that she goes to Jesus with a need, and she is crying out because of the need that is in her life, and she is crying out to Jesus because she has a need, and the Bible says that he doesn't even answer her a word. Uh, she gets no response. Zero response. And I know we're all spiritual here, and every time you pray, you get an instant response. But you got to think about this poor old lady. And she gets no response. And the Bible says that after this happens that the disciples come to Jesus. So it appears to me that she gets no response from Jesus, and it appears that she goes then to the disciples. And she probably says something along the lines, hey, I brought my need to Jesus and he didn't even talk to me, but I just wanted to let you know this is what I've got going on and I'd really like him to help me out. And, and the disciples come to Jesus and they say, hey, Jesus, would you please send her away because she's calling after us now. This, this, this lady was uh, persistent. 
with her need, and she is in need with her daughter, is in need of a touch from the master. And the Bible says that finally Jesus responds, but he doesn't respond to her. He responds to the disciples, but no doubt she probably overhears and understands what's going on because the Bible says that he said, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I, I'm not sent to her. I'm not here to help her with her need. Ooh. She went from being ignored, and now she's just being told, I'm not here to take care of your need. That hurts. And then she comes, and the Bible says that she worships him. She got ignored. She got rejected. But she still showed up to church. She got ignored. She got rejected. And she showed up on a Wednesday night. And I, I started getting the revelation the other day. I was, I was reading this and I was preaching from this. And all of a sudden the Lord started to deal with me. Because I've always equated great faith with instant answers. Oh, they're a great person of faith. When they pray, something happens. Hey, if that happens for you, good. I need you to pray about some stuff. But I want to look at what Jesus called great faith. Because remember what he assigns to this woman is he says, Oh, woman, great is thy faith. The woman that had great faith didn't even get a response the first time she prayed. The woman that had great faith got rejected. And I've come to preach to some people tonight. You've been praying about something for a long time. And the enemy's telling you, you don't have enough faith. God doesn't hear you. God's not interested. But I've come to tell you, if you're still praying about it, you have great faith. If you still have faith that he can handle it, even though you hadn't got the answer you've been wanting, you have great faith. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Somebody's a little bit weary but Jesus sent me here to tell you you have great faith she gets ignored she gets denied and she still shows up to worship she, mm. you see great faith will worship anyway great faith will worship no matter what they're feeling Great faith of worship no matter who's around. Great faith of worship no matter what they're saying. Great faith of worship no matter how they're feeling. Great faith doesn't worry about what the song is. Great faith doesn't worry about what everybody else is doing. Great faith says, I've come to worship him. Great. I don't know about you, but I need great faith. I've got some needs in my life. I've got some things I need Jesus to do. And my God responds to great faith. Just because he hadn't done it yet doesn't mean he didn't hear me. Just because he hadn't done it yet doesn't mean he doesn't know my need. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean he's ignoring me. There's something about this little lady that would not let up. And she gets ignored. She gets told, I'm not here to meet your need. Whew. 
But there was, hmm. let me just hang out here just for a minute. You say, well, that sounds kind of mean. Maybe so. Have you ever been praying for something? Let's use y'all here for an example. You ever been praying for something? Let's pretend like you're praying for something. You're praying for a need. You're praying. You're praying. And God moves into the service and touches him. And touches her. And touches him. And touches her. Hey, Lord. Hey. Hey, I've been praying all week. I got a real situation. You, I know y'all, don't, y'all probably don't ever do this, but have you ever walked in with the same need and walked out with the same need and came in the next week with the same need and walked out with the same need and then walked in again with the same need and you walked out with the same need? And the enemy's saying, see, you don't have enough faith. God doesn't care about you. God doesn't know. God, mm, he ain't listening to you. Everybody else is getting their mirror. You know what great faith does? In the middle of all of that, great faith says, Lord, I love you. Oh, it's not too hard for you, Lord. I don't know what in the world you're doing, but I just want to say thank you today. I just want to worship you anyway. What is that? That's not denial. No, no, no. That is great faith. Great faith worships when the answer hadn't come. Great faith praises when the answer hadn't come. Great faith prays about it again. Great faith says, Lord, I'm here again. This all right? I'm, gonna, I'm telling some people tonight, you're going to get a revelation not just about the Lord. You're about to get a revelation about yourself. You didn't realize it, but you're a person of great faith. We don't just need a revelation about him. Sometimes we need a revelation about ourselves. And the enemy's trying to get, tell you that you're a doubter, that you don't believe. God ain't never going to do it. But I've come to tell you tonight, some of you here tonight are people of great faith. Not because the answer's come yet, but because you're still praying. And you're still believing that the answer is going to come. That they are going to walk in that door. That they are. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. There's great faith here tonight. Woo. Sometimes when I get down and start walking around in the service like this, I ask if it's all right, but I know it's okay here. <laughs> feel kind of, you know, kind of like I just don't look like him. Maybe I kind of walk like him a little better. Great faith, even when it feels like the answer isn't coming, still says, you know what? As long as i got breath in my lungs, I know he's able to do it. And that's what this this little lady, she didn't understand everything going on. She didn't realize that it wasn't her time yet. She didn't know that it wasn't the time for the Gentiles to begin, but there was something on the inside of her that knew that whatever he can do is great enough to overcome whatever obstacles in the way. That is what great faith says. Great faith says, I know it hadn't happened yet. I know it may not be my time yet, but he can do it. I know he can do it. That's what great faith is saying. I'm going to believe him till the day I die. I'm going to be praying about stuff on my deathbed. Why? That's great faith. Great faith. 
Woo. Anybody in here been praying about a particular need for a longer than a year? If that's you, would you raise your hand? You know what that is? Great faith. The enemy will tell you you're praying about it and, and God's not hearing you and it's not getting answered and you have weak faith. Is this okay? Is this all right? Is this making sense? But I want to tell you not what the enemy said. I want to tell you what Jesus said. Jesus said that right there, lady. That right there. That is great faith. Mm. Great, mm, mm, mm. great faith still shows up to the prayer room saying hey Lord it's me again just wanted you to know I'm here again I believe you're able to do it today just like I believed you were able to do it a year ago just like I believed you were able to do it two years ago just like I thought you should have done it three years ago just like I thought you should have done it four years ago I want you to know I'm here today May 25th 2022 to say Lord I have faith that you can do it that you will do it that you are going to perform it that I am going to see you move that I am going to see you work that is great faith why don't you go ahead and worship him in advance for a moment praise him in advance let great faith out for a minute let great faith worship let great faith praise him in advance let great faith worship him in advance let great faith out this is great faith this is great faith Oh, oh, you've got to understand that great faith keeps going where others quit. Great faith keeps believing where others quit believing. There's a lot of people that when the answer doesn't happen pretty quick, well, I gave it a shot. Great faith says, I gave it a shot, and I'm going to give it another shot. Great faith says, I didn't get my miracle, and somebody that's been praying about their need less time than I've been praying about mine got their miracle, and some people quit there. But great faith says, that's all right with me. I didn't get it the second time, but I'm going to keep on praying. That's what great faith is. Quit letting the enemy convince you that you don't have great faith because it didn't happen the first time you prayed it. It didn't happen the first. No, 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 friend. I'm going to keep praying it until I either see it happen or I die. But I know he's able to do it. My, it's not coming from me. The miracle isn't coming from me. It's got to come from him. And I'm going to him with it. That is great faith. Ha. Mm. Ha. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Then she comes and she worships him. And then that's when she says, he says to her, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Have you ever been praying? And not only did it not get better, but it got worse. Whew. See, it was one thing for him to say, no, it ain't time yet. 
It's a whole other thing that when she brings her worship, when she comes to worship Him, the situation doesn't get better, but it gets worse. Have you ever come expecting God to do something, but instead of it getting better, it got worse? This part right here, people usually don't amen real loud. Because we don't want to admit there's been times that I've brought things to him. And instead of getting better, it seemed like it only got worse. But if you're going to have great faith, you got to be willing to admit. Sometimes things got worse when I brought it to him. But you know what great faith does? Great faith goes on a little bit further. She didn't say, well, I guess I better get up and get out of here. I guess he just really doesn't want to do it. All she said was truth, Lord. <laughs> Great faith took another step with what he said. Great faith took what he said and said, I'll take that. Oh, you got to see it. You got to see it from the two perspectives. You, she could have took it and said, he called me a dog, got offended and left. But she said, he called me a dog. Oh, he called me a dog. Because she had a revelation. Hey, I'll take that, Jesus. Call me a dog if you want to. That's all right because I've got a revelation. Even the dogs get the crumb. Great faith will take something that seems like it's gone from good to bad to worse and say, hey, Lord, I'll take that because I know you can move in the middle of this. That's what that little woman did. She said, yeah, it may look worse to everybody else, but hey, Lord, I got a revelation. Even the dogs get the crumbs. Let, let, let me say it like this. Quit looking for a reason to get offended at him. Look for a reason to get your miracle. What Jesus gave that little lady was two options. You can get offended and leave. You can get offended and leave if you want to. But great faith says, oh, no, 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 no. Uh -uh. I'm going to get my miracle out of this right here. Great faith. Some people get offended and leave. But great faith says, oh, no, no, no. I got a little revelation right here. This is where my miracle is going to come from. When he called her a dog, she could have left and said, oh, he called me a dog. But she didn't. She said, oh, all I need is a crumb. And he called me a dog. And I, I ain't real smart. I'm not no theologian, but I do know this. Even the dogs, Lord, get the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And I know great faith took the bad and said, oh, no, no. I see the good in here. I, I see. Lord, I still believe you're able to do it because all I need is a little crumb. All I need is a little piece from Let me say it like this. Great faith sees a crumb and sees the miraculous. Great faith sees a little crumb and sees a miracle. Great. Woo. 
Let me say it like this. Great faith sees a cloud the size of a man's hand and says, that's what we've been looking for. That's what we've been waiting on. That's what we've been anticipating. That's the miracle right there. You need to learn how to take a crumb and run with it. You need to learn how to take a little morsel and run with it. You got to learn how to take a little bit and say, that's enough for God to work with. That's enough for God to move with. That's enough for God to move in. Great faith takes a crumb and says, this is my miracle. This is. Quit looking for a reason to get offended. You're never going to see the miraculous if all you're doing is looking for a reason to get offended. And if he was going to do it, surely he would have done it by now. Oh, man, oh, man. It's been going good up to now. Let's try to hold on just a few more minutes. She said, truth, Lord. I'm not denying it. I'm a dog. I'm going to tell you something about faith. Boy, this might mess it up tonight. If I mess it up, pastor can fix it when he comes back. You don't have to be super Pentecostal to have great faith. This little woman wasn't even a Jew, but she had great faith. You got to understand, you can have backslid, just got back in church, and you can have great faith. There's backsliders sitting at home right now that got more faith. Uh Uh-oh. Great faith is just saying, Lord, I know you're able to do it. I know you can do it. I know you're able to do it. Oh, I hope I didn't mess that up too bad. See, you think you got to get everything just perfectly lined up before God's going to do the miraculous. I'm going to tell you right now in the Holy Ghost, great faith just says, Lord, I'm coming after what I need. I don't have it all together. I don't sound right. I don't pray it just right. I don't say it like all the professional Pentecostals. But God, I'm in need of a miracle. God, I'm in need. Great faith. Praise even when it doesn't sound right. Great faith. I'm going to tell you, great faith when it's praying sounds desperate. Great faith when it's praying is sincere and it's desperate. We work too much on getting our words just right. We don't need to get our words just right. We need to get our faith right. We need to say, Lord, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I know you're able to do it. I know you. Let me hang out here just for a minute if that's all right. Sometimes we get too worried that if we say it wrong or we say it incorrectly, God's going to say, well, I ain't doing that. You're praying it wrong. You're saying it wrong. You need to go talk to Joshua. You know what Joshua said? He's in the middle of the battle, and he told the sun to stand still. I got a revelation for Joshua. The sun is still. 
Oh, we'll let it click here in a minute. Hold on. The sun doesn't move. We, we move. Y'all know this. Y'all, 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 know, y'all understand this. And when Joshua prayed for the sun to stand still, God didn't say, nope, Joshua, mm-mm, prayed it wrong. Go, go back to science class. Go, go figure it out, Joshua. You prayed it wrong. It's not the sun that needs to stand still, Joshua. You got to pray that the earth will be still. And you got to pray all the other planets will be still. And, and you got to pray the whole universe will stop. No, no, no. When Joshua prayed the prayer and say, Lord, please let the sun stand still. He prayed it wrong. But God understood it right. I've come to tell some people tonight, it's time just to pray it. Don't worry about it. If you're praying it just right, just pray it. You can pray it wrong and he can hear it right. Is that all right? The enemy will get up on your shoulder and tell you it's because you ain't praying it right. You ain't saying it right. I'm going to tell you, you just keep on with that great faith. You keep on praying. You keep on believing. So well, what about that scripture talking about if we pray things amiss? That's talking about praying for things and consuming it on your own lust. That doesn't have anything to do with you talking to the Lord. That's talking about you wanting stuff for you. Anyway, you just hear me tonight. You just talk to him. I don't believe that this lady here that came to Jesus with her need had a theology degree. I don't think she knew how to pray. I don't even know who she prayed to all the time. But I know in this situation, she came to Jesus believing that Jesus was able to do it. And I'm trying to encourage somebody tonight. You've got great faith if you'll just keep on praying and you'll keep on believing and you'll keep on trusting You're not going to pray something so hard God can't do it. I'm going to say that again. You're not going to pray something so hard God can't do it. You can't come up with a prayer hard enough God can't do it. Back to Joshua. When he said, Lord, we need the sun to stand still. That seems kind of simple, right? If that was the way it worked, you know, just make the sun stand still. No, no, no. In order for that to happen... I don't know how the Lord did it. He can do it however he wants to do it. But, you know, if it's going to happen that way, that means the earth has to stop spinning. This thing's spinning pretty quick. Some of you smart people know how fast it's spinning. I'm just going to tell you it's spinning fast. Fast. You don't realize it, but you're spinning awful fast right now. And when Joshua prayed that prayer, everything on this earth had to stop. Everything just had to stop. You know, like when you slam on the brakes in your car to stop real quick. And when Joshua prayed the prayer, Lord, would would you please let the sun stand still? That wasn't too hard for God. He put the brakes on the universe. Kept everything in place and they kept on fighting and they had a victory. And they thought the sun stood still. They never even figured out till they got into eternity what actually happened. They didn't figure it out till they got there. Not a, no, it wasn't the sun that stood still. It was the earth that stood still. It was the planets that stood still. It was the universe that stood still. And when, hey, 
I'm telling you tonight, you don't have a prayer that's too hard that God can't answer it. Friend, if he can make the universe be still, I have a feeling he can handle your need, your infirmity, your sickness. Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. There's going to come a moment. Listen to me. You've been praying about something for a long time. There came a moment, and I know this is just a quick microcosm of how it works but there came a moment between this lady and Jesus where her faith tipped the scale where she just wouldn't leave and finally Jesus says oh woman great is thy faith there is going to come a moment you hear me Anybody been praying for something more than five years? Raise your hand. You know what that is? That's great faith. You know, I believe faith and prayer is so powerful. I believe that they outlive you. I believe there's things you pray that you may never see it come to pass on this side of eternity. But it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That is great faith. There's people right, I know, I just know from being around Pentecost long enough, there's people in this building here right now. The reason that you're here is because there's somebody that's dead and buried that was praying for you. Back when you was out living crazy, acting crazy, but great faith was on the floor praying somewhere for you. Great faith was saying, Lord, I'm believing. Oh, great faith. They had a funeral for them. They buried them, but they couldn't bury the prayer. They couldn't bury the great faith. And I've come to encourage somebody tonight, don't let what you're seeing right now determine how you're praying right now. Don't let what's happening around you right now determine what you're believing for right now. Great faith prays anyway. Great faith worships anyway. Great faith is faithful anyway. Man, I got a lot more to preach, but I'm out of time. Somebody's supposed to say, keep going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want your neighbors to shoot you. Great faith keeps showing up. You see, somebody can play something that make me shut up. Great faith. Great faith. I know. I'm going to get back down here again so you'll feel more at home. Great faith isn't determined on something happening instantaneously. Great faith isn't determined if how you get the miracle or when the miracle. No, no, no. Great faith is determined... Uh, by the way you handle not getting the miracle. 
Great, great faith is determined on what you do when it doesn't happen. See, I, I know, I know I've been in this my whole life, and man, I've always wanted to be the great person of faith. And I just pray for them and cancers fall off and, and all that. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I, I've seen God do some great things, but, but I got a little revelation. More than we need people that can walk around and just have a miracle happen here and a miracle happen there. We need churches full of great faith that knows how to handle it when the prayer doesn't get answered. That knows how to respond when the miracle doesn't happen. You, all right. Somebody said I got plenty of time, so I'm going to believe them. Great faith comes and has somebody pray for them. And the miracle doesn't happen. You know what great faith does? Great faith shows up again. Saying, hey, Lord, it's me. That is great faith. And if we're not careful, we'll, we'll let the enemy try to crawl up on our shoulder and tell us because it hasn't happened and because it didn't happen and because you went down there last time and got prayed for and it didn't happen that time, why in the world would you go down there again? Oh, none of y'all have ever heard that before. Great faith says, I'm going anyway. Because he's able to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. But I ain't going to stop going until either he does it or I die. That is great faith. Quit letting the devil beat you down and tear you up and talk to you bad and tear you down and all that kind of stuff because it hadn't happened yet. It isn't your job to make it happen. Your job is just to have faith that Jesus is going to let it happen whenever he wants it to happen. That is great faith. All right, I'm done. I just want to make sure we understood that part. All right. This is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to pray. You can stand. We're going to come and we're going to pray with great faith. We're going to pray about some things we've been praying about a long time. So, well, I hadn't been praying about much. If you've prayed about it one time, pray about it again. You, you can start operating in great faith. Don't, unless pastor teaches you different or says something different, don't ever say, well, I've just, I've prayed about that for the last time. Don't say that. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep bringing it to him. I'll let him determine when I'm done praying about it. But I'm going to keep on praying about it. And tonight, there's some people in this place, you've got great faith. You may not have known it until tonight, but you got great faith because you've been praying about the same need over and over. I want you to come tonight with great faith. I want you to come to him like it's the first time. I want you to throw your hands up in the air, and I want you to say, hey, Lord, it's me again, and I want you to take care of this. I need you to take care of this. I've still got this need, and I know you're able to do it. Maybe the answer hadn't come. Maybe it hadn't come in the time you thought it ought to come. Maybe it should have happened by now. I want you to come with great faith tonight. Ask and believing I want you to come tonight expecting like that little woman that just kept on coming I want that kind of faith to come out of you tonight I want you to let that prayer out of you tonight Lord we're praying for revival Lord I'm praying for my healing whatever it is I want you to come tonight with faith I want you to come tonight with faith oh that's it 
That's it. Some of you got great faith. You've been doing it a long time. This isn't anything new to you. You've been praying about it for a long time. That is great faith. Just because it hadn't happened yet doesn't mean Jesus hadn't hurt you. Just because it hadn't happened yet doesn't mean God is ignoring you. Just because it hadn't happened yet doesn't mean God isn't going to do it. We're coming with great faith. We're coming believing that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or even think. We're coming tonight with great 